I reflect on my seven years of being single and think, what the fuck did I even talk about on dates? When I know so much of my energy was spent thinking about my body or how I was going to change it. Like, what did we talk about? This is the Wilder Wellness Podcast, where we discuss all things body image, intuitive eating, and the wilder sides of wellness. Here we reject the diet culture messages that have kept us tame and preoccupied so we can finally build trust with our bodies, embrace true well-being, and have the confidence to take on any adventure. I'm your host, Chris Nails, a licensed therapist with a specialty in wilderness therapy. I've spent the last decade dedicating my studies and practice to helping women feel more connected to their bodies, build resiliency, and take up more space on and off of the trail. Tune in each week for new episodes as we chat with wellness professionals, outdoor adventure enthusiasts, and thought leaders that will leave you feeling inspired, connected, and motivated to live a life free from restriction and body shame. You will receive tangible tools, support, and connection as you take your next steps towards creating a wilder life. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to the show. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Wilder Wellness Podcast. Today, I'm coming at you with a solo episode all about love, dating, body image, and misogyny, <laughs> specifically how misogyny shows up in our dating life and why blaming your body for your lack of a partner is definitely, definitely, definitely not helpful for your long-term happiness or finding a partnership where you feel like you can actually show up fully. Whether or not you are partnered, this feels like an important episode for anyone who has a body and grew up in a time of princess Disney movies, rom-coms, and Cosmo magazines. Before we totally jump in, I want to take a second to talk about something exciting I'm announcing, um, which is that this coming spring, I will be hosting a Wilder Weekend Retreat. This is three days where you're going to be given the tools and support you need to really heal the relationship you have with your body and really break free from the negative beliefs and narratives that have been holding you back. This retreat has been inspired by the work that I've been doing in my body image group online. Um, usually this is a six week course, but I wanted to bring it to you in three days where it was this really intimate space where we could jump in there um, and really hold each other as we do this really big courageous work. So this is like taking the six week body image course, but breaking it down into an intensive three day experience where you know, you'll know you be held in a really safe space as well as we'll go on different hikes. All of your meals will be provided. Um, the house that we're staying in has a hot tub and we're steps away from Smith Rock State Park, which is one of the most gorgeous places. So as you're really doing this transformative work, you'll be in this gorgeous space that can really hold all of you with a group of people that are ready to show up and do the work next to you. So if you're interested in going on this weekend retreat, go to my Instagram page, follow the links to the website, and there you'll find more information and links to sign up. If you have any questions, feel free to shoot me a DM over Instagram, and that'll be the quickest way for me to get back to you. I'm so excited about this weekend and hope you can join. So today we are going there. 
we were talking about dating. We were talking about partnership. We're talking about love with another person and loving ourselves. And it's going to get real. (laughs) And I want to start by saying that I am not an expert in this topic. I have had a lot of experience being single, dating, and finding a pretty healthy partnership that I'm really proud of. And it's been messy and all over the place. So I will be speaking today as a therapist, but also a human. (laughs) Over the weekend, I've been doing a lot of thinking about this episode. And my biggest takeaway in reflecting on my experience in dating is that it's been a mind fuck. (laughs) And it's really chock full of misogyny and a lot of conformity. And that's what really stood out to me. It's so clear how much of my own disordered eating and disconnection from my body has come from the notion that as a woman, I've been put on this earth to find a partner, make babies, and live happily ever after in my castle, or if it was up to me, my four to five bedroom dream home on the beach. And before I really get into it, I want to say that I'm speaking as a cisgendered, straight as an arrow, straight-sized white lady. And so if you hear this episode and you have a different perspective or experience that you want to share, please, please, please DM me. I would love to continue this conversation and see what else we can bring to light. When I first started thinking about this episode, I thought I would want to talk about the six or seven years in my 20s that I spent very much single. But I've quickly realized that when we're talking about the intersection of dating and being in our bodies, that this shit goes all the way back to early childhood. What I learned from watching movies as a young girl was that the most important part of any woman's life was finding a partner, right? She could definitely go on some big adventures, save the world, get the big job. But at the end of every movie, what we all really wanted was for like the woman to fall in love and live happily ever after. Or at least that's what I wanted for her, which is funny thinking about. What I also learned early in life was that certain body types were worthy of love. And yeah, a lot of that came from movies, but I also learned that from people at school um, and from the people around me. As a child, I was already bigger and taller than most of the kids in my grade. Um, But in middle school, my relationship with food really changed. Um, I definitely had some symptoms of binge eating and I gained a lot of weight really quickly. This was a super painful time. I was bullied and treated different from peers and teachers and even my family. And it's a pretty painful time to reflect on, but I'm going to skim over that pretty quickly for now. (laughs) There is one thing that stands out to me when, when thinking about this time is that The thing that I feared the most was that I would never be loved, desired, or live out this like happily ever after scenario that I had been fed forever. I don't think that I ever outright hated my body. I hated it because it meant that I might not ever receive romantic love. And it was this fear that I might not ever fall in love that initially sparked my restrictive eating disorder. And it was this fear that made me hold on to disordered eating behaviors for like way too long. I starved myself and pushed myself to these extremes until I was able to find a partner and feel safe in a culture that told me that my success in life was dependent on my relationship status. And of course, as humans, we all long for connection, love, support, and safety. These are all basic human needs that have been around 
since before diet culture was a thing. And I, and I want to put it out there that it's very normal for us to want love and connection, but it is important to label this as what it is. It's sexism. When as little girls and as grown as women, we believe that our lives are meant to be in pursuit of being near men. This is not romance. This is sexism. As women, we live in a culture where we are consistently taught to be silent, to be small, to be quiet, to sacrifice our happiness, our resources, our everything for the culture and for the men in our lives. And when that's already our mindset, it's so easy to believe that our bodies must also be smaller. One of the quotes that I love is from Naomi Wolf from The Beauty Myth. Dieting is the most potent political sedative in women's history. Dieting and making sure our bodies are small enough for potential suitors is what keeps us stuck in misogynistic systems of oppression. A lot of what I remember from my time dating is how much time I spent blaming my body and specifically the size of my body. Anytime I didn't get a text back, (laughs) anytime I felt lonely, anytime I felt jealousy, rejection, or heartbreak, I never thought, oh, maybe this isn't the right person for me. Maybe this relationship wasn't meant to be, or maybe we just aren't feeling it. I always found a way to blame any sort of sad, lonely relationship feelings on my body. And I truly believe that if I just made myself smaller, that everything would be different or fixed, or the guy would call me back or text me back or like realize that I was the one. And like, shocker, that didn't happen. But the truth is this actually led me farther away from finding any sort of real connection. Because constantly dieting and actively trying to make myself look smaller took up so much of my fucking time. (laughs) I didn't have any space to think about what I actually like to do, um, what I liked, what I cared about. When we're constantly outputting emotional, psychological, spiritual, physical energy into being as thin as possible, we're losing like at least 80% of our bandwidth, at, at least, right? I think back on the days when I was dieting and it was all I ever thought about, like seriously, all I ever thought about. I mean, I would think about what I was going to eat next, what I was going to eat and how it was going to affect me and what I needed to do to offset the food that I was eating. It was obsessive. I reflect on my seven years of being single and think, what the fuck did I even talk about on dates? when I know so much of my energy was spent thinking about my body or how I was going to change it. Like, what did we talk about? And the thing that just like really gets me is that this way of being is completely normalized. It is rewarded when women behave this way. And like, what does it say about our culture? That that our culture is completely fine with women giving away 80% at least of our bandwidth and our resources. (laughs) This is not a culture that's on our side and this is definitely what sexism and misogyny look like. And it's crazy to see so many women striving so hard to become as small as possible in order to find what they've been taught is love. We're conforming to find love and acceptance, but have we like actually slowed down enough to ask ourselves if we even like it? 
And what's so heartbreaking to me is seeing women move further and further away from what's important to them or their own desires and happiness to find love, only to find themselves in a relationship and then realize that they're unhappy and not connected to themselves in the slightest. And this is at the core of the whole like Disney and die culture manipulation mashup. As women, we've been taught to ignore our own desires, dreams, and hunger cues to land some relationship that we've always wanted, only to learn that it's probably different than we thought it would be. And we most likely still have to spend 80% of our energy staying small. Yet now we don't have some prize or dream life at the end fueling our behavior. No wonder so many women burn out and get divorced or break up or feel like they're having like quarter life crisis or midlife crises. Like, of course, how could we not? I think the biggest thing that I want to get across, whether you're single or you find yourself in a relationship that is unhappy, is to remember that you are actually the only person that's in control of your happiness and sense of fulfillment in life. Being in a relationship can feel like safety and can bring a lot of joy into your life. But ultimately, if you are consistently denying yourself pleasure, joy, and a sense of freedom in order to look a certain way to serve your partner's ego, then it's fucking not worth it. I also want you to ask yourself, why would you want to be in an intimate relationship with someone who sees the denial of your pleasure, your hunger, and your joy as a good thing? If you have to risk any of those things to be in a smaller body, is it worth it? If you are currently dating or find yourself single at this moment, instead of focusing on how to make your body smaller, what if you focused on what actually makes you feel happy? Start to learn who you are outside of your appearance or outside of this narrative that, you know, once you find a partner, everything's going to get better. If you're partnered with someone and you feel like their love is dependent on your size, Think about what it might be like to ask them to explore this as a couple. So many of us have decided that we are only worthy at certain sizes without actually talking about it with the people around us. Talk about aging, talk about body changes, talk about systems of oppression and diet culture. This conversation could lead to like immense feelings of freedom that you didn't know were possible just by bringing this up with your person. Lastly, the most important piece of this puzzle I want to bring to light is that the big work of healing your relationship with your body is actually up to you. From your own years of experience, you probably realize that unless you can see yourself as beautiful, you won't believe your partner when they give you compliments. They could tell you that you are a goddess, that you are sexy, that you are all the things while you are intimate, but until you believe it for yourself, it won't really mean anything. Whether you are partnered or dating, we must also remember that one person is not going to provide us all of the happiness. We must cultivate that for ourselves. And happiness usually does not come from thinking about food in your body 80% of the time. Trust that your partner or that your future person will love you for reasons outside of your appearance and that you ultimately want to be with someone that celebrates you for your spirit, joy, and purpose. Really start to believe that you're more than a body and that you have a lot to fucking offer. Rather than putting all of your energy towards pleasing your partner, finding your person, or, or fitting into some diet culture box within your relationships, start to acknowledge that your time and energy is actually valuable and create shifts in your work practice, your dating practice, and even in your friendships. 
it's like these little shifts that will ultimately bring you the most joy and closer to finding happiness with or without a romantic partner. And if you are single, I just really want to remind you to take a second. I know that it feels like the rest of the world is in love. I know that it can feel lonely. Try to relax and take really good care of yourself in the moments of extreme doubt rather than reaching out to a person who isn't right or the guy that doesn't text you back or the person that you only talk to when you're lonely. I say this mostly with a lot of personal experience and less as a therapist, like it's really not that helpful and not gonna help you get to where you wanna go. I feel like that's a pretty okay place to stop. Whether or not you're single or you're partnered or you're celebrating love or maybe you're celebrating Valentine's Day, um, I hope you really slow down, take care of yourself this week and um, I'll be checking in with you soon. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Wilder Wellness Podcast. If you loved this episode, head on over to rate and subscribe. New episodes drop each week. I can't wait to catch up with you on and off of the trail. See you then.